0: Jake Warner was at the control. So sit back, relax, and check check this joint out right here. Jake! Yo! Okay, here we go. So good to be back. This podcast is for the people. No, nobody knows who I am. Jake! Live from the Big Brother bungalow in Southern California. Ready to talk a bunch of nonsense with you. I can't stand them. It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Yo, what's good, y'all? It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. I am your host. Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake Warner. Your name. Welcome to the show. You can listen to the show on soundcloud.com slash The Big Brother Jake Podcast. You can also tune in to iTunes or Google Play or Spotify or TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Tap in the keyword search The Big Brother Jake Podcast and boom, you're in there. But before we take care of business, I gotta give a shout out to FabulistaCookies.com. They're the official cookie of The Big Brother Jake Podcast. Their cookies are freshly measured, mixed, Baked and packaged so you can be sure that the goodies you receive have not been sitting pre-made for days. Because that's just gross. A freshness and unfabricated homemade quality awaits you. Let nostalgia be your friend, your transporter, your memory rouser. Go to fabulistacookies.com and let them know the Big Brother Jake Podcast sent you. Now, I have a special guest here and he's really special. Like, you don't even know how special he is. (laughs) <laughs> here we go this guy's already starting this guy i call my personal fixer all right this guy he's a fixer he does things he's in the trenches and he's a good friend of mine and he's also a navy veteran he's also a fellow charger fan and he's a Cobra fan and an angels <laughs> but like you know he likes those teams and all this is the homie that i look to for support all the time he's a good dude the homie, Anthony Benia is in the house. What's good, homeboy?
1: What's good, brother? Thank you for having me on. Why are you getting on all, all smooth with the voice, man? It's you... my voice. What do you want this, me to is, do? This, <laughs> this, 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 is, this is his voice officer. of Hey, how you doing? It's a... This <laughs> one don't talk to me like that. That's exactly how I talk Damn, to
0: I, 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 Okay. I, I, I'll, let, I'll let it ride because, you know, you're trying to. And trying to all,
1: all of a sudden, it bothers you.
0: It, 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 well, secretly, it's been bothering me a long time. But
1: Well, secretly, you haven't said anything about it, so.
0: I, I just didn't want to be me. That's, that, <laughs> that's your bad. <laughs> but this dude right here, in, in all seriousness, he, he has a very interesting life. He, he, he's been through a lot, you know, being a Navy vet, being an Angels fan. But, like, he's a g- good dude all around. And, and, Anthony, first of all, I want to say welcome to the Big Brother Jake podcast.
1: I appreciate you for having me on. It's been, it's been a long time coming. Yeah, it, <laughs> why you gotta give me a hard time off the bat, bro? I, would it be me if I didn't? That's true. That's true. Okay, that's true. But I mean, we finally got it done. So
0: we, we finally got it done. We finally made it happen. And I said last time you kicked it at the crib that we were gonna do one, but I fell asleep on it. <laughs> and and you almost did that today. <laughs> I'm old now, man. I, I I need my naps, bro. So I, I got to get my sleep in before I perform and do my best.
1: Fair enough. But, I respect.
0: <laughs> But one of the reasons why I had you on, um, first of all, we just celebrated 4th of July. Right. And one of the things we both struggle with is PTSD. Um, you were more in the trenches than I was in my naval career. But for somebody that that's experienced PTSD, and, and we'll, we'll get more lighthearted as we go along, but... You know, this is something that, that that a lot of people don't know about, that a lot of people don't talk about, but it's something that a lot of us go through, especially around the 4th of July. And I just want to know, how do you
1: deal with certain things when this holiday comes about? I struggle. Um, I, I don't even know how to deal. I just try to get through it as best as possible. Mm-hmm. Um um, I mean, since we're with the Big Brother Jake podcast uh, family, I'm a very self-destructive person, so I take it out on myself. So you take It's it, not the okay. best way to go about it. Okay, but you know, you do what you got to do to cope.
0: That that's true, and, and and I I get that. You know, everybody has their way of dealing with things. And so, when would you say in your naval career, PTSD like began for you? What may have led to that? And, you know, so on and so forth.
1: Um, I started noticing it when I was getting ready to process out because I wasn't ready to get out. Okay. I was forced to get out. Okay. Medically discharged. Right. Um, so I was going through a lot at the time, going through a divorce, mm-hmm. um, getting booted from the Navy. So it was a lot of things. And then, you know how we are. We don't like to talk about it. No, we don't. We bottle everything up. Yeah. And then it just happens to come out at the worst times, <laughs> <laughs> like Fourth of July, like any given night. Yeah, th- honestly, this whole like even going to the last week of uh, June, people start doing these fireworks, and yeah, it, it yeah, it's it's rough. It is it it, it it is rough. I mean,
0: where were you stationed when you were in the Navy? I was on
1: Thirty Second Street in San Diego, the ghetto. Yeah, <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, I was gonna... on North Island, Coronado, oh, okay. by the way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So honestly, uh, yeah, it, it is the ghetto, but I loved it. No, it, I know. No, it was home sec- sweet home.
0: Thirty <laughs> second Street was cool. I didn't have a problem with Thirty second Street. You know, but I'm glad I wasn't stationed there. But <laughs> it, while you served in the Navy, where did you go? And how like, how many how many tours did you
1: do overseas? How many how many cruises? I did two Westpacs, and I did two deployments. Okay. As far as Deploying with my military unit. I mean, with my Marine uh, unit. Okay. And
0: so for those that don't know, a Westpac is a six to eight month cruise where you go usually to like the Asian countries and like Australia. And we'll get to that in a minute. (laughs) Yes, we will. I I might get in trouble with that one. But I, yeah, well, anyway. So, so. Westpacs are six to eight month cruises where, you know, you, you do a tour, so to speak. It's, it's the Navy's version of a tour.
1: Okay. Let me ask you, what was yeah. your, I know you did a couple Westpacs. Yes. What was your favorite stop? Oh. I mean, let's just go it's ahead and going, get it. Let's just go ahead and get into it's it. It's
0: going forward already. Australia.
1: Okay. I think any single man that,
0: that served in the, in the Navy that didn't have a girlfriend or
1: wife And to be honest, sometimes that sometimes it doesn't matter. Not even sometimes it (laughs) just doesn't stop people, man or woman. It does not stop people. Very true. Very true. I would most definitely say Australia. I would have to co-sign on that wholeheartedly. (laughs) (laughs) There, (laughs) you know, in a close second for me was Canada. You oh, so you went while you were in the fleet to Canada? Yes. Okay.
0: I didn't have that opportunity. I went to Canada on my own. I love Canada. It's amazing. What is it you like about Australia so much, Anthony? I mean, since you're going to put me on
1: blast. <laughs> you know, it's the culture. The, the <laughs> boomerangs, right? The boomerangs and koalas. Is, is that what? And the kangaroos. You can't forget the kangaroos. Oh, the can- <laughs> And fosters. Fosters. Australian for beer. Uh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, it's, I mean, as I, what, when I went to Australia. We keep it real on this show, man. When I went to Australia, I was 20. I was, I was, 20 so or you can imagine a 20 year old in Australia. Um, and you know by personal experience that the darker your skin is, the more they like you. And, uh, from the looks of it, you and I are we're about pretty, the same we're, color, we're pretty similar we're in shape. We're both deuce uh, de leche, you know. <laughs> so, with that said, um, I'm pretty sure you had just as much fun as I did, you know. I'll say this much, <laughs> without getting into specifics. Uh, of course, I, I, I'm an I open book, bu- but I'm an open
0: book, bro. And, and I'll admit it, I, I'm an open book. Um, I had a great time in Australia. I loved the culture. I loved the fact that, as a black man, we were very welcomed in Australia. Mm. Um, a uniform helped us as um, well. That uniform helps everywhere, <laughs> especially in Australia. But I did have a good time. I ended up meeting somebody there, named after a soft drink.
1: <laughs> I oh, haven't told you the story, have I? Hold on, no, you yeah. haven't. All right. can I guess what soft drink? Sure. Are we what? Are we talking like soda? Are we talking soda? Like- Shasta. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you say, so you're messing up, you say
1: I'm messing with cheap broads or whatever? I, mean. hey, I mean, honestly, that's the first thing that came to mind. No, no, um, no, okay, okay. Give me, give, me a, give me a legit um, uh, It's a soda. Guess at it. It's a soda. Um, I don't know the girl's real name. Is it a well-known soda? Oh, absolutely.
0: It... There's, there's two sodas that, like, reign supreme. Coke? No. Pepsi? There you go. Her name was Pepsi. And she took me in like was a, like, okay. like a sponsored child, sponsor a sailor, and and, and, <laughs> and she did, and it was a great
1: time. Okay, so was Pepsi a nickname you gave her? No, no. Oh, that, that was her that legit was her, name. That was her name that she was given. That was her government name.
0: Her government name. No, it was, <laughs> she was just named Pepsi. Okay. And Fair
1: enough. I'll
0: leave it at that, but yeah. Dude,
1: you're telling me I almost <laughs> went AWOL, because I didn't want to come back. Nobody wants to come back from Australia, man. I, I I I had to. I'm mean, had I known stuff was going to turn out the way it did, I probably would have just stayed. <laughs> Honestly, because I mean, look. So my 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 plan was to do twenty, at least twenty. Right. Get a nice little pension. Mm-hmm. And be set for life. Yeah, you would be over there. Instead, <laughs> I got out after eight years. So you did eight. I did eight. Oh damn. So my first contract was five years, and then I re-upped. And what did you do while you
0: were in the Navy? What was your rate, your job, for those that don't know what rate means? I was a corpsman. So you, which is like a- A medic. A medic, okay. I would say it's the equivalent to a RN. Yeah, it is. It is in, in the military, in the Navy, for sure. Well, when you're out in the field. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So as a corpsman, you're living life in Australia, had a good time. Mm-hmm. That, that was your favorite stop. Mm-hmm. What did you like about the military, and what did you what did you dislike about the military?
1: Honestly, the my favorite part of the military was the friendships I made. Absolutely, yeah. So to this day, I still have like my best, some of my best friends are people I met in boot camp, and mm-hmm. then you know afterwards. Now, what I didn't like about it, without getting too into detail, okay. Um, like I said, I was a medic. I was a corpsman in the field with Marines. Yes. You can pretty much put two and two together at that. Oh, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Hence why sometimes you have a hard
0: time coping yeah. with other things. Yeah. Which, and, and, and this is what I want to get out. You know, I know there's a lot of fun, and we're going to go everywhere because when Anthony and I get together, it, we, we're like, squirrel,
1: you know, <laughs> and so,
0: you know, I have to bring us back because that's what I do.
1: Um, I'm the yeah, number... you're the responsible one. Mm, that I mean, thank you, but I don't know, bro. <laughs> but I mean, it's not saying much. But oh, oh, no, oh. it's not saying much between us. No, but uh, out of the two of us, you are the responsible. one. We just flip a coin to see who's <laughs> responsible <laughs> that night. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> He's responsible today. Flip. Oh, yeah, I am now.
0: But here's the thing, and, and I've mentioned this on my podcast before. You know, and, and I started off with the military. We'll get into the fun stuff in a minute. When I got out, I got out medically on a medical discharge, too. I hurt my knee. Some of it was attributed to a bad dance move. Um, <laughs> trying to moonwalk. I was You're trying to, I was, we'll trying the, to I was doing the bank head bounce, man I hurt myself.
1: How do you hurt your knee doing the bank head bounce? You must be the most uncoordinated person in the world <laughs>
0: <laughs> Like what? <laughs> Not the world, just the United States. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and I got to check out of it. but but yeah. my knees were bad anyway. You know, I I had to do the moment of truth thing when we were in boot camp. They're like, you got to admit all your stuff or you can get kicked out. And I threw my recruiter under the bus because he lied to me. So I didn't care. I had no problem saying I had bad knees, asthma, and flat feet. And they still let me in.
1: Okay. (laughs) My bad knees didn't come till after I joined.
0: Yeah, they got progressively worse as, as I was serving. Any surgeries? Yes. On your knees? Yep, two. Two from when I was in the Navy. And then I had two. I had two before that, and two while I was in, and then one when I got out. So five total. But three, three are navy related. Yeah, I had one on each team. Damn. Yeah. So you're saying you can't play basketball then?
1: Oh, uh, no, not you, for a long spurts, no. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I used to be a beast. Okay. I, everybody was a beast in their past, you know no i'm not the beast where it's like oh i imagined it in my head and that's what's the truth no i was legitimate <laughs> a beast they you know what they called me five house. <laughs> why because in high school you couldn't give more than five you couldn't give six no they 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 <laughs> no they legit
0: you know when i when i played and got cut you know especially in the summer leagues i would play um i hate coach vanderpool with a passion by the way and i hope he hears this
1: well I, 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 well, listen. Hold on before you continue. If you hate him, I hate him, and there's no more fitting name than Vanderpoo. But go on. <laughs> so
0: instead of like you know, I I could shoot a decent three pointer, right? And I you know I could box out because I was the size. I'm five ten, two eighty right now, right? In high school, I was five ten, two forty. So I, I, as a freshman, I was a big dude, mm-hmm. you know, and I never grew. You like, never thought about playing football? I did, but. It was too hot, and I quit. (laughs) I never made it to the team (laughs) pitcher. And so Uh, Vanderpool said, Warner, get in there. Oh, Vanderpool. It's still Vanderpool. Okay, Vanderpool. It's probably because my... Vanderpool. Vanderpool sounds better. Sometimes I get it like my dad's DC accent. It comes out. Like, (laughs) I say water instead of water, or I wash my clothes instead of wash. And so he didn't like my skill set. So I was... Only to foul the best player on the other team. <laughs> Hard and make sure he doesn't get to the hoop.
1: Okay, so you would be the equivalent of... Who in the NBA was used to just foul? I don't know. Well, let's just say you were the equivalent of Jared Dudley. Ooh, who, that's that's kind of... Wow. I, I, yeah, that, that, that's reach. But, but I that, mean, I'm sorry, that, that was a little harsh. That is. But, that I is. mean, you, the man does nothing and he talks... I'm sorry, I mean, I'm jumping uh, <laughs> subjects, but that man gets under my skin like nobody i i see you go at him on twitter I, i'm i'm i want him to block me <laughs>
0: <laughs> i i've been blocked by william shatner but i i can get to that later i was blocked by reggie miller
1: that's an honor it is that is an honor because he sucks it, Ooh, i don't know about sucks i mean the man is no no, no, no. He, no as as a basketball player phenomenal but as a commentator you, he's you, horrible you don't like him as a basketball commentator i do not okay let me reel this
0: back. So, <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that. No, no. See, I, I, I'm trying to tell everybody this is how we talk, and then we just lose track. So processing out, the, the, the hardest part I had, and I've mentioned this on previous um, podcasts, is that once you get out, they don't have classes or any kind of program to process you and, and help you trans, I guess, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Transition. Transition. Thank you. From your mindset as a military man, you know, a
1: sailor, back to civilian. Back
0: world. to the civilian world. That was my biggest and
1: hardest transition in my life. Okay. Let me. In- can I interrupt you? Yeah, of course. course. So when I got out, I was going through that. I was homeless for a little bit. Okay. Now I'm about to get political. Hope okay. that's not an issue for you.
0: Hey, look. This is an open book show. I let people speak their mind their peace.
1: I usually don't get political, but I don't care. Okay. So when, I'm not going to say who or what kind of people, but we all know what kind of people had an issue with Colin Kaepernick kneeling for the national anthem. Mm -hmm. The pretense was it's a disrespect to our military. Which was? Which is a load of shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay because you know as well as I do it was, that we did not go to war. We did not do what we did for a flag and a song. No, at we, all. We did it for him to be able to do what he did. Absolutely.
0: And I I don't have a problem with anybody, you know, expressing how they feel at all.
1: And right. they hijack the narrative on that, and we all know that. And then let me tell you how I know it's super hypocritical. This recent... Uh, thing that happened with vanessa guillen well oh, it breaks my heart man all these all these oh it's, it's it's disrespectful to the military where are they have you heard i, I haven't heard any I haven't single heard one of nobody
0: them nobody's spoken up and and fort hood is known for some of the things they do and have done and swept under the carpet yeah fort hood's been known for that i had a friend of a station there and i just talked to him he was in the in the navy and then got out and joined the army he had he had served at Fort Hood for a couple years, and uh-huh. the stuff he saw, he told me, he was like, man, that place is bad. It's one of the worst places that he's ever been around. And I'm with you. Like, that and then there was bounties on our soldiers overseas, and all the
1: people speaking up for that are silent on that. And let's just keep it simple. Here yeah. in our country, yeah. how the the homeless rate, and that's why I brought up that I was homeless yeah. for a little bit after yeah, I got out. speak on that. Speak on that. The homelessness rate among veterans is high. Oh, yeah. there's the, no. The suicide rate among mm. veterans is high. Every 22 seconds. So, I mean, if that's the real disrespect. Absolutely. Fuck a flag, fuck a song. It, it is, what you know. Mm-hmm. But, okay, all these people, are they donating to these uh, non-profit military organizations? I doubt it. Right. Speak on it, man. You know what I mean? Are, yeah. And, like, we've talked, and we're, if you want, we can get personal here. I sure, sure. So I told you my situation. Mm-hmm. I was almost a statistic. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. Yeah. But nobody's going to say, hey, you know, let me lend you a helping hand. You got to go out and get it yourself. You got to pretty much advocate for yourself. And and that's what I think is terrible. And that and, and that's why I appreciate having you, because I know I can always come to you. And Thank you, man. I, I mean... I get it because, you know, being a veteran, being what I've been, you know, I've
0: gone through some things that I still haven't discussed with my closest friend. Um, We go through a lot, you know, and we are trained into a certain mindset and it's drilled into us for, was it 12 weeks or whatever we do with basic training. We're programmed to kill, to not have feelings and to die for our country. Mm -hmm. And it's always country first and everything else second. And we have to untrain ourselves and witness some things. You've witnessed some things over there, and I won't go into detail because I know it's hard for you. I've seen some things and been through some things when I was over there. Yeah, and it's stuff you can't unsee, and it's stuff you when you live through it, it scares the shit out of you, and you have to deal with it. And so all these people, and I get what you're saying because the home there should never be a veteran homeless in this no. country. Every veteran should get some kind of, some kind of coverage, some kind of housing, you know, because we volunteered, yes, but we serve. They use us. They use us, they and then chew when us up and spit us out. That's it. And once once they're done, they're done. And I never hear these same people talking about uh, disrespecting our flag or disrespecting this. I agree with you. I never see those same people speak up about anything else, you know. Because when they see a homeless veteran
1: on the street, it's like, oh, well, you sh- you should have used your military service better. He's a drug addict, or he's yeah. he's, he's an alcoholic. Fine. And it's like, yeah, you don't know the person's story. Exactly. And you know what? So what if he is? This country's fucked him over so bad. If it's gonna take a fucking beer to make his day, who are you to judge? Right. Why not help him out? Right. So,
0: and and that's what one of the hardest things I, I've Experience and had to go through being a veteran is you know they tell you oh when you get out you, you'll be able to do this job or that job and then when you get out you you can't do this job or that job because they'll, they'll tell you oh well i was an operation specialist so i i was like air traffic control the radars navigation all that stuff dude that's that's high
1: stress not as stressful as your job I mean but yeah it is. It is.
0: You know when you when you leave San Diego Harbor going through Coronado in yeah. all those little boats around or when you're doing a nav detail going through the Puget Sound and uh, Seattle. Yeah. It's, it is stressful. You know, and you got to help land jets and all that other stuff, you know. <laughs> but that's the thing that that irks me to no end. They don't help us transition out into the civilian world. And then they're supposed to protect us like Vanessa Gill she was doing the right thing because we all know, especially you and I, since we served, we know harassment happens all the time.
1: Yep.
0: And whether, you know, it, 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 it could be sexual harassment, it could be racial, and there's a lot of racial. There's a lot of A racial. lot of racial, you know, and, and I've never used that as an excuse in my naval career or in life. I don't say, oh, man, I was mistreated because I was black or, you know, whatever.
1: I don't use that. I, I just rise above it. I will say that as much racial, like, Shit that goes on in the military. Like, it really is based upon your ability to do your job. It's 100%. If you test well and you know your fucking shit, you're gonna get promoted. Right. Right. So, I mean, that I will say. But yeah, uh, there's some racist motherfuckers in the military. Yeah, there's deep rooted racism. But also, I did learn
0: that not every person from Alabama is a redneck or racist. (laughs) Because um, I, I met a lot of people from the South when I was there, and I was apprehensive when I met them. And they're like, Well, how come you don't like talking to me? I'm like, Man, <laughs> that, that just, that accent sounds like you're gonna like beat my ass or jump me. And they're like, Man, I, that's not even true. Like, I don't think just because you're black and from LA that you're gonna hurt me and you're a gangbanger. And I'm like, Damn.
1: You know, so I didn't meet a lot of people that weren't like that. But. So you asked me what my favorite uh, stop I went to. Yeah. Let me tell you my worst. Meridian, Mississippi. <laughs> that is the oh. fucking butthole to hell. <laughs> oh, it, it, I swear to you, I I was there a month, and I will never set foot in that godforsaken state That's again. That's how I feel about Virginia. I lived there for you two years. You know what? I've heard that too. I, I'm not a I've fan of I've never been,
0: but. You're not missing much. Like, I can only imagine Meridian, Mississippi being like, not fun especially you know you grew up here in southern california yeah you know you're a native to california and you see all different races and all different everything and everything's pretty you know open
1: and you go there where they have a walmart yeah and a movie theater okay and you're not welcome at either and one. you're not welcome at either <laughs> one it's true no i believe you so the base is buried deep in the woods oh man so i mean yeah if if you feel like being harassed, yeah, go out to that little po Dunk City and you know, see what kind of trouble you can get yourself into if you even make it back. See, <laughs> uh,
0: see, th- and that's that's why I would never want to be stationed somewhere like that. And and the sad thing is it's it's at every command. And and, and I, I I I will not I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm gonna say it. If Vanessa again was any other race, I, I think there'd be more coverage on it. And yeah. I'm not trying to make it a racial thing. But I'm a realist too,
1: and I might upset it's some the, of my listeners. It's but the climate. It's it, the climate it we're in, and it's not any other race. Let's just call, let's just call the spade a spade. If Vanessa Guillen was Kimberly Jones, mm-hmm. aka White Girl, mm-hmm. you would think the president wouldn't be? You wouldn't be tweeting. You think you know, people wouldn't be more? Uh, you know, upset about this?
0: I, I think there'd be more coverage. You know, um, the media has a lot to do with it too, because. Now they're just jumping on, but having worked in the media, they spin a lot of things, you know, and they want to they wanna divide and they want to separate and they want to pit everybody against everybody because if it bleeds, it leads, and that's, that's what their motto is. I really hope that they do find justice for her because this breaks my heart. Like, I was following the story every single day, and I can't stand the fact that the highest power – in the Oval Office, hasn't said one damn word about it. And but he that,
1: has. But he has time to attack Bubba Wallace. Yeah, we. You know could, what yeah, I
0: mean? <laughs> yeah. He could attack Bubba Wallace. He can talk about ratings. He could, you know, whatever. I don't like the fact that he hasn't said word one about it, and it's just going to go under the wayside. And this is the reason why I have a problem with the military. And, and I love that I served. I, I enjoyed my time in. I'm proud of my service. I'm proud to be a veteran. And it's something that I was a part of that nobody could take from me. It's like being in a fraternity, you know, but for the government. Right. The thing I get upset about is, you know, for having served and people that volunteer themselves, soldiers, sailors, pilots, everybody, they don't they don't get treated well. And and now it's a new navy where they have stress cards in boot camp. What? Yes, you could hold up a card and say, "I can't do this. I'm stressed,"
1: and they're like, "Okay." You know what happened when I went through boot camp? What's that? If you couldn't cut it in any aspect, you would get held back. You wouldn't yeah. get. Yeah. You they wouldn't get it, sent home. No, they call it as being as mode. I don't as as remember asmode. Asmode. Yeah. They're, they're keeping your ass there until you pass. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, did you ever get mode? Fuck no. <laughs>
0: I was too scared.
1: I didn't want to spend another week more than I had to. So I, I was always top of my class when it came to all classes. And I told you, my petty officer had me do 1,000 eight-count bodybuilders, <sighs> and I did them. What? But that's my fault for being a fucking cocky bastard. Yeah, I was about to say, you,
0: you, were you that guy that always got in trouble with boot camp?
1: No. Honestly, no. I was. It was that one time, and I learned my <laughs> lesson. And, I mean, you know, you learn to conform. You learn to fall in line. Right and but you know you still got to be who you are no i get it i get it i mean i always because i
0: was a class clown
1: i was yeah and
0: i like to talk yeah which is why i got in the radio as you know as i got older makes sense yeah so i was always one that would challenge and say why do we have to do that or what did you make me do or
1: like and i was always doing push-ups i left that bad boy swole like i had I, I had guns. I knew better. Because if you fuck up, everybody's paying for it. I, I was not trying to get pillow partied. Oh, no. What the, sock and a lock? The sock and a yep. Or the soap? No. Nope. That mm. was not
0: going to be me. No, I, I always made sure it wasn't me. Like, if I got in trouble, I tried to do it. The one time I got had everybody doing push-ups after we just ate chow, Oh fuck! they <laughs> let me have it. They let me have it. And I deserved it. Yeah. Because I was the one talking trash and they all came at me. They didn't do soccer a lot because I,
1: I know they would not. They wouldn't. Did you go in the head and handle it with somebody? Because I had to. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. We, we yeah. squared up on a few people. There was like five dudes wanting to fight me. And I was like, well, let's square up. <laughs> I was 4-1 that day. <laughs> the last one got you? I was tired, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was tired. And it was the smallest dude. It was the smallest dude, man. This little dude named Rodriguez, a little Filipino dude. And um, he had had it. He was like, man, I was tired. I was hoping I can, you know, write a letter to my girl, and we had had to cycle, and we had to work out after eating and barfing, doing push-ups in the So, I deserved the ass woman, you know, and I deserved them dudes coming at me, but it was funny, because, like, I was like, okay, let's go,
1: and Oh, five just wanted to fight you know but the little do guys. well me. you know you put well how i don't know how many it was when you're there but i think we started off with like 150 people in one birthing oh damn that's a lot that's a lot eventually you start weeding them out but yeah. you put fucking 150 guys in one room like yeah. you know testosterone oh yeah <laughs> so you're ready to fight anybody at any time and if you're and if you back down then everybody's just going to try to punk you. <laughs> so I mean you stand up and you, you're cool. And then like I said that's how you make your best friends. My best friends are from boot camp. Yeah, you, you know, I,
0: I I I have not talked to one person from boot camp. All my friends are from A school or the fleet. But never boot camp. I lost track with all of them. And I would see them when I got to the fleet, but they were like not wanting to talk. they just they forgot all about boot camp. And they are like, y- you were in my company? Like, fool. We snuck out a couple of times. How do you forget? We got in trouble together. <laughs> Oops, I didn't mean to say that. You listen to my homeboy Anthony Benia here on the Big Brother Jake podcast. I brought him on because uh, you know, he's a he's a vet. We like certain certain teams. He he's a confidant, you know, and he's been there for me through a lot of Trials and tribulations as well. You know, being vets, being brothers, and we just, just having the 4th of July just happen. You know, I wanted to wanted him to come on just so people can realize that veterans go through a lot in general. And, you know, 4th of July happens. And I, I, I feel for you, brother, when it happens because I go through it too. I scared my kids the other night, you know. So I'll ask this question. Okay. Knowing what you know about the military, right, having gone through what you've gone through in the military, Okay, would you do it again? Yes. Damn, that was quick. No hesitation. And why is that?
1: Because I loved what I did. I mean, yeah, anything you do, there's going to be uh, pros and cons. Absolutely. Unfortunately, with us, the cons are, depending on where, you know, what type yeah. of job, du- it, it's lives lost. Yeah, yeah. And that's the hard part. But, I mean, the good parts of the military are fucking amazing yeah yeah the like, traveling the yeah the friendships you know so i mean yeah i would do it again and you know what i would too and even if i knew it was going to be the same outcome yeah instead of me wanting to do my 20 and out in an eight mm-hmm. i would still do it again that you know i would too because it shaped me
0: because i'll tell you a quick story um i had an academic scholarship to go to grambling state university in louisiana Okay. All I need to do was maintain a 3.0 and I'd have a full ride. And I... You did not. fuck that up. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to my sister's house in Virginia. And she said, well, why don't you come here for six weeks and we'll just hang out and kick it or whatever. And then I'll drive you out to Louisiana. Well, the deadline for me to go in the fall came and went. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I partied too hard. I had a little bit too much independence and some freedom let me call the school and see if I can save it and go there in, in spring. So they're like, you know what? That's fine. Because they want people from different states. You know, like, oh, a California boy coming to a black you know, black college? Yeah. A historical black college? Okay, fine. So spring comes, and I'm partying even harder. <laughs> and they were like, thanks, Beno. Thanks, Mr. Warner. Uh, we are withdrawing our scholarship. And I was working at Taco Bell, near the naval base in norfolk virginia and on saturday nights i got treated terribly by people because there's always drunk sailors especially the ones from the south call me all kinds of n-words and you know and then i'd see a california cat and i'd be like yo and they're like oh i could tell you from cali just by the way you talk but they're making money and serving the country and seeing all these great places and I'm like, I'm stuck here. And even if I go to a junior college, I got to pay out of state tuition. Yeah. So my brother in law at the time, he was like, he was in the navy. And That's why my sister was in Virginia. He's like, dude, you should join the navy. I'm like, man, I talked ten of my friends out of it in high school. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I went to the recruiter at 320 pounds, and I said, how do I join? How do, you know, how much time can I get? And lose some weight and join. He laughed in my face. I was like, damn. Oh. I was like, okay. I said, I'm still gonna join though. So I went on a diet of two gallons of water, two half peanut butter sandwiches, a salad, and a baked potato every day. So you had the same thing every day? Every day. Every day for three months straight. Okay. Did not veer from it, didn't have sweets, didn't have sodas, nothing. Were you working out too or working the hell out in that humid ass weather in Virginia? And I dropped, dangerously dropped about 100 pounds in three three months. months, In three months. I went back to the recruiter and I said, oh, hey, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing? I remember you. You look different. Yeah, I lost some weight. I was like, who is the petty officer in this office you hate the most? Petty Officer Wallace. I said, okay. You're not getting the commission for me. You (laughs) damn right, Petty Officer Wallace. I was like, Petty Officer Wallace, I love to join the Navy. He said, I said, nah, dude, you you were clowning me, telling me, you know. He laughed in my face. I'm like, you think you're gonna get this credit? Nah, Wallace gonna get it. And Wallace like, he hooked it up, man. I I was one of the few people in life, and I think you already knew though. I said, if I don't get stationed in San Diego, null and void. He's like, ah, no problem. Mm-hmm. He writes that in. Knowing damn well. And once you graduate A school. They'll yeah, send you wherever school, the fuck they want. They, they do, but I they, I realized if you're like, however well you do in school is how you get to pick your orders. Yeah, yeah. And of course, I, I'm number three in the class. And I picked San Diego. Because there's 50 San Diegos up there. So he knew where I was going to go to San Diego. Yeah. And they had, like, Hawaii, and I called my homeboy that was out there, and he's like, yo, don't don't get stationed out here. Like, come to visit, don't get stationed, man. You're stuck here. You can't
1: go to Vegas. You can't go. Oh, I love Hawaii. Ho- I mean, okay. so I love going I live- there. I love is a strong word. I like Hawaii. I've been there. So, you know, we go yeah, there. Been West there three, B- I've yeah. been there six times. Yeah. I went three in the Navy. It loses its appeal, honestly. After a
0: while. Because Honolulu is like San Diego, though. And that shit's expensive. It is. I remember my
1: first, my
0: first meal in Hawaii, I got off the ship, I went to Subway, on base. Uh, you paid, I would say, 25 bucks for a sandwich. It was $17 in 1997, so that's about the equivalent of $25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, nah, bro, I couldn't have been stationed here. And then I met up with my homeboy while I was there, and he's like, dude, this is I'm so miserable here. It's, it looks beautiful, and it is. Can't go nowhere. We're, yeah. we're we're stuck on, a, on an island. On an island. Can't <laughs> go nowhere. Lost. <laughs> yep. Can't go to Santa Barbara on the weekend. Can't go to Vegas on the weekend. Can't go to Arizona on the weekend. Dude, you're stuck here. Yeah. I was like, thank God I ain't stationed there. Okay. So, you know, and, and that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't trade it for the world either. You know, I, I loved it when I was, now that I look back on it, I didn't like it when I was in, but I can go to any major city in America and have a place to stay. And that's that brotherhood, sisterhood in the Navy. One hundred percent. Yeah, that's the dopest part. Like, mm-hmm. I was supposed to go to New York a couple of weeks ago, but I opted out of it because I just I don't have time. But
1: so, I, tip to anybody that's military that's listening out there: you ever go to any other state, find a USO. Yeah. Go. You're you're gonna find nothing but military. Let them know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're really hurt, those they'll, they'll they'll house you. They will. They will. You know. So as a as. We're a family, dysfunctional as family, but <laughs> what family isn't, right? Not, my, not mine. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, okay. We're all fucked up in some way, or shape, or form. You know? But we but look out for each other. Absolutely. And you know what's know funny? All the branches talk shit. Oh, yeah. But anybody else talk shit? Oh, we're on them. It's on. We're on them, like white on rights, man. It's like, ah, the
0: Coast Guard, they don't do nothing, they're sissies. Oh, uh, no, the Chair Force instead of the Air Force. Oh, uh, yeah, the Chair Force. Hey, man, what'd you say about the Air Force? I'll beat your ass.
1: Yep. <laughs> Let anybody else call my Marines a jarhead. Oh, uh, it's on on site. So.
0: Even though I, I make fun of the crayon eaters, you know. <laughs> but when somebody <laughs> else makes fun of them, they are a Marine.
1: And but you don't you know, talk trash. But you know what? As a doc, they take care of me. Yeah, that's true. I never paid for shit when I, we went out. I always had protection when we went out. Like, I could talk shit and I know they were going to fight. And then I'd still leave while they're fighting. <laughs> Pick a fight with the biggest motherfucker because, you know, you're not going to fight.
0: Yeah, we'll bust your ass. Yeah, we. We. Hey. <laughs> hey, you got him? I'll be right back. And I'm
1: gone. And where'd you go?
0: Oh, man, I was getting drinks and stuff for us, man. I don't know where you went. I was looking
1: for you. <laughs> okay. And they fall for it. Hey, you give them free drinks? <laughs> I love my Marines, but I mean, you know. Give them free drinks with a little crayon and you're good. Shut
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Marines, man. It's the Men's Department of the U.S. Navy. It is. It is. And we're the Uber. So we're their Uber, and we take take them to the fights. And they handle the fights while we sit in the air-conditioned car. My, well, you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I was you? on an aircraft
0: carrier, though, man. You were on the best ship you could possibly be on. No, Okay, let's stop there. The USS Kitty Hawk was not the best ship. Okay, ever.
1: maybe not that specific, but if you're on an aircraft carrier, I mean. It's like a floating it's city. It's like a little city. It is. Yeah. It
0: is. It's pretty dope. Pretty dope, but that doesn't mean we didn't get into some shit, you know. But like, it, it was, it was, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, but we we're on the oldest aircraft carrier in the fleet. Yeah, well, next to the Constellation, the Connie. You know, is so. that still even in commission? Nah, it's decommissioned, just like the Kitty Hawk. Finally, finally, but yeah. So, so I, people are like, man, they still on that, and we <laughs> and we, we barely touched surface, and we already. Put on a lot of time ready.
1: Oh, you guys don't know. We, I mean, we can, we can get on a
0: subject <laughs> we and could. just go. We could, this might go a little longer than usual. So you get out the Navy, right? you know, and, and you process out and you start doing things. And now you're, you, you have a career that you're into now. Yes. And uh, go ahead and tell the people where you work. For you in
1: Southern California looking for a car, so where could they go? They can go to Larry H. Miller Nissan in San Bernardino. Get that address out, man. It says 735 Showcase Drive South, San Bernardino 92408. That's it, man. My man, he does good work. Puts it in and gets you a good deal. And Listen, so video. I don't get paid commission, so it doesn't matter to me what you pay for the car. Come at me. I will give you the best deal possible.
0: And this, this dude knows how to sell cars, man. Let me tell you. He forever trying to get me to buy one. But guess what? I got two cars paid off already. I ain't trying to buy one right now. But I, I will I will consider it. I'll get you I'll <laughs> Get you a truck.
1: I'll, you already got your Green I, Monster. I, so I do I got know. the Green
0: Monster, baby. Yeah. But, you know, been. I can't drive that thing forever, man. You know, so you
1: never know. But, you know, y'all looking for a car? Hit my man up. You know, if you need that, let us know. Or if you know somebody that, that is sending my way, they buy a car, I do referral fees. Look at this guy. See, so he's, he's already winning. He's, he was winning in the military.
0: He's winning now in life, hooking it up. The only thing that I'm not proud of that he thinks he's winning at is his sports teams. Oh, uh, here we go. So we can agree. We love the Chargers. Yes. You know, and that's how we met. Kind of just like we knew the same people. Right. And we actually met on Twitter. Right. Chargers Twitter. Yes. And I was like, this dude's pretty cool. He's a Navy vet. He's from SoCal. I'm like, you know what? All right. You know, see what's good with this fool. And then we got real tight. So, Chargers, you know, we share that same pain. And we've yeah. been through a lot of trials and tribulations
1: with that team. But, I mean, you do I, have your flaws. Since we're on the Chargers. Yeah, let's talk on that for a minute. Can I just say how yeah. much I hate Marlon McCree? By all means, you have the floor. <laughs> all he had to do after he picked Tom Brady off was go to the ground. And we win that fucking game. That's true. Yeah, he, he, he messed that up. And then Nate Kading blows oh. field goals against oh. the Jets. Uh, Don't let no, the heartbreak. Uh, it just. Yeah. Oh, man. But, you know, I mean. We're you gl- know how many Sundays we suffer? We're gluttons for punishment. We are. We're,
0: we're masochists, man. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, it, we share that pain. Yes. Every Sunday. And I, I want to hate and quit that team. As a fan,
1: every week. I've tried it so many times. I just can't. Dude, I took a year off. I couldn't even do that. I told myself once they left, because you know what? I used to love making a weekend out of it. Yeah. After I moved out of San Diego, Yeah. after I moved back out this way, go to San Diego, boom, go watch a game. Yeah. Handle it. But I I hated it. Yeah, because you
0: spend all that money. You have a good time. The tailgates were always off the hook. The tailgates at Qualcomm were amazing. Oh, my God, man. I had so much fun there. Just unbelievable tailgates, unbelievable people, and then you go into the stadium, you settle down, and then they lose. And it's never just a blowout. It's something that just breaks your damn heart every game. I can tell you about the time I quit for a year watching football. Please. Uh, The year was, I believe, when was it? Had to have been like 2002. Whenever the Chargers played the 49ers, and Jerry Rice was still in the Niners. That's how long ago it was. Oh,
1: that was 94. In the Super Bowl? No, not the Super Bowl.
0: No, it was a a regular season game. I want to say it was like
1: 99-2000, around there. Okay, because in the 2000s, Jerry Rice was on the Raiders. Okay, so it had to have been like 99. Yeah, it was in the late 90s. All right. Okay. So,
0: you know, Qualcomm always had opposing fans, like, dominate. Yeah. You know, and people try to say... At, at,
1: at, at StubHub or whatever. Oh man, they take over that. No, they were taking over the queue alarm long, long before that. And, and on that note, it, I get it. If you're not a Chargers fan, cool, but don't touch. Sh- I mean, let us. We there is Chargers fans. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of us. Go on Twitter. Check us out. We, we're we're everywhere. Everybody we're, thinks we don't have a fan base. We're there. I'm sure your team's not much better than ours. Huh? No. Unless you're a bandwagon Patriot fan. There's a lot of those. There's a lot of those. <laughs> just like there's bandwagon Warrior fans. Oh, yeah. Lake. Oh, oh get, whoa. You know, don't get me started on oh, Lake fans. Well, no,
0: we're going to go there. Don't worry. Okay.
1: Don't worry. Unless,
0: I'm just trying to share our pain. I'm, I'm trying to like like you right now before I start hating you. Okay, for sure. Okay. Go for it. So at that game, Jerry Rice went off for like 12 receptions for like 220-some yards, three TDs. And even the Charger fans were screaming, Jerry! (laughs) I took off my hat, stomped on it, ripped off my Charger shirt. I just had my wife beat her underneath, and I walked out. I said, I can't do this no more. This team hurts my heart way too much. The fans, Charger fans were screaming for Jerry Rice and showing him love. Because he had one hell of a game. It was a Hall of Fame
1: game. But you know what? Nah, nah. I couldn't co-sign that, so I took a break. You know, how I literally shed tears. When we lost to the Patriots in the playoffs. Oh, dude. I was, And it was just out of me being so fucking upset because that of was course. the year, what, we were 14-2? and two? Yeah, dude. That was Schottenheimer, man. And then they fire him the next year. Yeah. Fucking Spanos. Oh,
0: I know. I'm telling you. Ugh. So it's heartbreaking to be a Charger fan. Yeah, moral of that story. But it's embarrassing to be an Angels fan. For who? For you.
1: For me. No. I would never. He's an Angels fan, y'all. An Angels fan. Okay. Um, An Angels fan. Who has the last World Series win in Southern you California? Like, you sound like a Raider fan. No. No. Who has the last World Series win in Southern okay. California? Okay, who has more rings? It doesn't matter. How, how does that not matter? 1988 was the last time you guys in won. And 2002. Right. All your players, there's not one player
0: in the league still from your team that won that World Series.
1: Okay, but I remember seeing my team. Win a World Series. I'm not saying you didn't. I'm about to say. all these bandwagon-ass Dodger fans on Twitter, they don't remember, they weren't alive when their team won a World Series, or uh, their team, air quotes, won a World Series.
0: Dude,
1: you had a rally monkey. And it worked. You guys legit
0: believe in some monkey jumping around on the screen. And it worked. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. And it worked. It's still the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You know what? Go cry about losing to Houston. Oh, oh you know what? I will beat your ass on, <laughs> on this podcast. Like, I will legit, like, stomp you out with this microphone. It's, it's
1: heavy. Or do you want to cry about losing to Boston? Which one? Whoa. All right, look. Which one? Dude, you're pushing that. I'm here. It, it, I, got, I got a shoulder for you to cry on. I will slap that shoulder, and I will punch that shoulder. And then you can cry on it. You know, I hate you. <laughs> I really hate you. I can't, I can't say anything about the
0: World Series, but who's been in one recently? Us.
1: What does it matter? Oh, now it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Unless Dodgers you win. gonna win it this year.
0: It doesn't matter. Dodgers unless gonna you win it. Dodgers will win it this year. I don't care okay. if it's
1: only sixty games and there's asterisks no, all over the place. No, there's no asterisks. It doesn't matter. That's the season they're playing. That's right. You know what? Just like people are gonna talk. I know Laker fans are gonna talk shit when the Clippers win a, a championship this year. And we're gonna touch on that too. Dodgers will win the World Series. They have the best team. That's 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 your response every year. So what? Since nineteen eighty eight. All right, dude. <laughs> Enough. How dare you? Rally Monkey ass. And that Rally Monkey ass won.
0: You know, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you a story about that. And I covered the, the the Angels. I was in my second year of radio. And the, the company I was working for sent me to work the red carpet event that Fox had. Mm-hmm. I was working for Fox at the time. So they had like angel greats walking down the red carpet. Brian Downing comes by. Nobody knows who he is. One of the baddest um, D.H.'s in American League. Yep. Ever. Then they had Don Baylor. He used to play for the Angels. Yep. Old school. Then they had a couple of other Angels that people, you know, nobody, not, the crowd didn't say anything, didn't stop none of them, didn't cheer for them. You know who got the biggest applause walking down
1: the red carpet? The Rally Monkey? <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: sort Lasorda. Tommy walks by. Oh my God! It's Tommy.
1: So, like I said, the rally monkey.
0: Oh, no. Okay, look. You see my wall? You see my wall? I'm pointing everybody that can't see me. I'm pointing at my wall. Yeah, the wall I'm gonna be on. Sick. Se- <laughs> you <laughs> might, but you keep this performance up, probably not. So the second, fourth picture. It's the Godfather. All right.
1: Fourth. Where? I mean, Dude, that way. This yeah. way. How many beers have you drank since
0: we started? Just two. The second row. Okay. Who is that? Oh, okay. Fourth pitcher. Yeah,
1: that's the right.
0: The red godfather. Red no, red red Raleigh. Monkey. My whole point is your fans didn't even recognize or show love to all the angel greats that walked down that red carpet. Tommy Lasota walks by, everybody starts cheering. You know what he does? I'm not signing autographs. I hate the angels. I applaud him for that. Because he's a dick. Oh, 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 oh. You're being disrespectful. Give That's a, Tommy Lasorda. I don't give a fuck who it is. Oh, damn. See, you know, though, I will say you're the only Angel fan that has that kind of backbone, though. Because most of them be like, when I, you know, I think. You've been what crazy. you going to do to me, Jake? Well, mm, pretty big guy. It's
1: okay. okay
0: I can fight. <laughs> Why are you trying to challenge me to a fight I I on my podcast? I am not challenge
1: you to a fight. I'm just saying. You like, saying
0: what are you going to do to me? I'm not a violent dude. I am a lover, not a fighter. Okay.
1: You can love me, too. Whatever you want. I love you, man. Your choice. I guess.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, love the, if you can't love the one you want, love the one you with. Is that what they
1: say? Damn. <laughs> Shots fired. And since huh? you're here, and <laughs> <Fair>. okay.
0: <laughs> That's what you get. Anyways. Okay. Can we go to? Yes, we're going to basketball. Yes. All right. So, before I got the Cooper job,
1: I knew you as a Cooper fan. Yes. You're still a Clipper fan. I've been a Clipper fan since 1993, <laughs> and I'm damn proud to admit that. Listen, you know what? Because I'm not a bandwagon fan. You're not. My team. My team has never won shit. True. And uh, the day they win the championship, it will be the day the Lord decides to take me away. <laughs> Well, you might die
0: because they they got a really damn good shot down in the bubble.
1: They look good as hell. And and people,
0: you know, look, I'm a Laker fan. I never hid that. Even my Clipper bosses know I'm a Laker fan. And they give me the hardest time. And they tell me, you know where your bread is buttered. I'm like, I know. And I will always cheer for the Clippers, no matter who they play, even the Lakers. But if an outcome is a little different than expected against the Lakers, I'm not going to be too hurt about it. And I catch hell for that. But see, with, I can respect that. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. I I like the Clippers. I like the Clippers because I've been around them. I get to watch them every night or did until all this happened. Yeah. And they're a damn good team. Mm-hmm. This may be the year they win it all. And it's very Clipper like to to have them win the NBA final and nobody's there <laughs> to see it happen. <laughs>
1: Bro, how cursed is this fucking <laughs> franchise? Like, the year they have the best chance of oh, winning everything, yeah. what happens? We get a fucking virus that <laughs> shuts down the world. And, okay, they, we're coming back. But, yeah, none of us are going to be able to enjoy I, that shit. Adam Silver can't but say the Coopers win. And I hope they do because, you know,
0: I work for them. And if they don't win, then go Lakers. But like if if the Clippers win the championship and Adam Silver hands over the the Larry O'Brien trophy, (laughs) you can't say, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) all you can say is everybody watching
1: on TV. You better believe it. I'll be standing up (laughs) fucking clapping. And and, bro, I I don't know. I would lose my shit. I think As you should. I would too. I think out of the two, if the Chargers or the Clippers, Uh I think if the Clippers won, I would like, I don't know, I would lose my shit. I I would love the Chargers and okay. I hope they win, but I think so. You
0: you know for because Chargers never won anything except no. you know. Uh, I mean, they've at least been to a
1: Super Bowl. Yeah, and they got blown the fuck up. Oh, Steve Steve Young had six TD passes. Good. I'll never forget. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, there well, was, we had fucking Humphreys as our quarterback. Dude, so we shouldn't. Have, we had no
0: business in that Super Bowl. We
1: didn't. But that defense was legit. The Junior, defense. Oh yeah, Rodney, Rodney
0: Harrison. Yeah, yeah, of course. So of course. So here is the thing. Like I've been spoiled with the Lakers winning, you know, as an adult where I could buy championship gear. Right. right. I've been spoiled by the Dodgers, but I was twelve when they won, but I still remember it like yesterday. You're saying out of the, all your teams that you like, well, you're, you're you're Anaheim Ducks fan. Yes, they already won a championship. They, they won a Stanley Cup. Uh, yeah. What did he do? So Kings won too. that's
1: um, <laughs> fine. <laughs> I'm not shuttle. taking it from. Him. You, you know what? Speaking on that, so my son loves all the teams I love, right? So you're raising him wrong. I'm raising him hella right. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I, I ha- the man. only one I had to give, you're in, a great dad, dude. The only one I had to give in on was hockey, because his mom is a Kings fan. Oh, that's great parenting.
0: That's great parenting right there.
1: So I got the Chargers, I got the Clippers, I got the Angels. She got the Kings. I'll take that. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. My kids like all my teams
0: except football. It's all different. My oldest likes the Niners, like her mother. My middle likes the the Chargers. The baby's still deciding. She's so gonna, she's gonna be a Chargers fan. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna make that happen every every week. She's here. She's gonna watch football. With me. <laughs> like who's a
1: Chargers?
0: <laughs> so with all the teams that haven't won a championship for you, you you would rather the Clippers win an NBA title before the Chargers win a Super Bowl?
1: Yes. Fair enough. Yes, because. As an organization, I think the Clippers have gone through a lot, especially with that whole thing with Donald Sterling. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it would just be, and Clipper fans have been loyal as fuck, dude. If that, you, yes,
0: there's some very loyal fans, man. You know, I I talk to season ticket holders that
1: drive up from San Diego every game, so they're they're very loyal to that team. I mean, what else do you have but the love for the team? Because it's not like you can say, Oh yeah, we won two championships. Dude. Yeah. Shit, we haven't even made it past the second round. That's true. So that, that's gonna change this year. Oh yeah, for sure. And so and it's very realistic. They can win
0: it. Trust me, like when they told me I wasn't going to the bubble, I was mad disappointed.
1: I think I think the the biggest competition for the Clippers is gonna be the Bucs. Absolutely. Because Giannis is a monster. He is, but I think the Bucs. Are had the most to lose
0: because they're rusty. They, you know, uh, everybody's like hit the reset button, but and theoretically they should cruise through that east. They should, but although I, Toronto looks decent, Toronto has a squad even without um, Kawhi Leonard. Without Kawhi, yeah. They still they're still monsters in the east.
1: But I mean, let's be I mean, Giannis and Milwaukee should
0: cruise by them. They should. They should. And then and it's going to be between the Lakers and Clippers, yeah, which I really wanted at Staples Center. And I wanted it to go seven games for my bank account, because <laughs> so, I would do home and road games. Um, but I think it's the battle of L.A. against Milwaukee.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think either I mean, because I don't think Houston's ready. Like no, I don't no. I mean, yeah, I don't think that's it. Not
0: enough basketballs between him and uh, between uh, Westbrook and Harden.
1: No, and I, I just don't think they're, no they're defense either. They're clutch. I don't think they have the clutch gene. No, they don't. They don't.
0: There's a lot of selfish basketball in Houston and no defense. So, so I yeah. Don't, they're I'm, not a threat.
1: I think it, it does come down to either the Clippers or the Lakers. How many games do you think it goes? Be, be honest. Be objective on that part. I think it goes Clippers in six. You think it doesn't go seven games? It does not go seven games.
0: Okay. I think... Lakers, Clippers, seven games.
1: You wanted to go seven games.
0: I, I won't get paid this time, man. That's right. <laughs> I won't get paid because it's in the bubble. It's all going to happen in the bubble. Unless some miraculous cure comes out and we can go to Staples Center and work, <laughs> I'm not doing those games. I, I Look, my heart says Lakers.
1: Your wallet has to say. My wallet Cooper. says Clippers, <laughs> so I'm very
0: conflicted. And that's the, the hell I've caught, you know, and you've seen it yeah. from some of my friends. Yeah. My Lakers fan friends think i'm a traitor like how am i a traitor so i told him i said look if you got a job with any team that you don't like and they paid you well you're gonna say no a couple said yeah i wouldn't take it full of shit they're all lying
1: super full of shit yeah
0: because look i hate the san francisco giants with a passion they offer me a six-figure salary to work for them. I'm moving to San Francisco tomorrow. <laughs> you're, rocking, you're rocking that <laughs> I'm black and rocking orange Giants gear all day long, <laughs> <laughs> and I know people don't want to hear that, but it's the reality of the situation. But
1: the I, bills I, have to be paid.
0: That's right. So, in all honesty, I, you know, that's tough. I, I don't want to, say, and I really can't predict because that's part of the job. I can't like say who I think's going to win, but right. it's going to go seven games.
1: I think it'll go six. I, I really – so the Lakers went so hard during the regular season. Even this time off, I think they're going to come back even – they're going to come back rusty. So, I, I mean, and then Avery Bradley's not coming. Do they got J.R. Smith They're going to try to incorporate J.R. Smith. Senior Hennessy in the building. Senor fucking Chuck it up. <laughs> and then Dion Waiters, which is just another J.R. Smith. Yeah. And then Kuzma, who – What what does he do? I think he's what is he good at? I think he's focused, man. What
0: is he good at? He's good. That's a legitimate question. Offensive. He has a good offensive game. His defense needs a little work, but he's getting there. He's getting there. Okay, that still doesn't answer my question, but sure. I think the Clippers have more depth. Obviously, (laughs) you got two six men of the year candidates every year with uh, Montrezl Harrell and Lou Williams. You know, and the addition of Kawhi, and you got Paul George.
1: Marquise Morris. Markeith Morris is
0: great. That was a great addition, a great pickup in the middle of the season.
1: Reggie Jackson. Yes,
0: another one. And, of course, we can't forget Patrick Beverly. Pat, but
1: you can't forget that boy. A-
0: everybody hates him until they're on your team. Until he's on your team. Yeah, and everybody's like, oh, he, he, he can't stop nobody. You know, but he shut down LeBron. I mean, he does have difficulty with Westbrook, but he, he ha- gets under his skin
1: at least. He handled Durant in last year's oh, playoffs. Oh yeah, he did. They almost won that series, man. Bro, when they come, when they came back from that thirty point yeah, uh, being down thirty points, that
0: was insane
1: to see. That was to me. That was as good as winning the the the, the round. See, but
0: see, you got to change your mentality as a Cooper fan now. It can't be good enough because they. Almost at, win.
1: At, at that juncture with just saying, that team, no, you, I know now it's championship or bust. That
0: has to be with with the accusi- uh, the, uh, the, the acquired players that got, you know, all the acquisitions, you know. So. so, 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 I'm I'm saying it that you'd rather the Clippers win than the Chargers.
1: Yes. All right. I'd rather both. That'd be fucking amazing. But yeah, <sighs> if I had to choose one yeah. or the other, it'd be the Clippers. You only get one. It'd be the Clippers. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I might I might get a ring if they win. You know that, right? Can I have it? No, that's you're a funny. Lakers fan. Why the fuck would you want a Clippers ring? Because who wouldn't want a championship ring of a team you don't like? I didn't say I didn't like them. It's not your team. You're trying to get me in trouble, with Mister Bomber, aren't you? Does he listen to the podcast, Mister Bomber? Um, <laughs> I love the Clippers, and I would love my
0: ring. I'll pay. I'll even pay for it. Are you
1: sure it's not Donald Sterling that listens to your? Podcast?
0: Oh, oh! It, I, I will be straight up with you right now, and I'm not just saying this because it's past tense. <laughs> If I was offered the job and Donald Sterling was still owning the team, I would not take the job. I would. 100%. Yep, I agree. Because I there's no way I'd work for a man like that. Nope. No way. I mean, it's bad enough I was in the military. So <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> But I, I I couldn't work with somebody like that.
1: No, uh, nobody should have to work no, with like No. I
0: mean, that. they wanted like head coaches to tape the players' ankles like to save uh, it it Wow. If if, if you go back, you can find um, uh, Ramona Shelburne. She does this podcast for ESPN, and she she does a whole, like, four-part miniseries on Donald Sterling when he owned the Clippers. Fantastic listen. I I recommend it to everybody. You should check it out. You definitely should check it out. So, you know, time has flown on this podcast, you know. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, see? We've already been on an hour, brother. I want to know, before we land this plane, any other thoughts on your mind? Because you wanted to come on here so bad. You're like, man, you never let me on the podcast. I not be on the fucking podcast. And it's been stimulating conversation. So good that I, it's like, damn, I want to go three hours, but no one's going to listen that long. We're not Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> he, he can hold an audience that long. No one wants to hear me, brother Jake. I think way. we can go another 10 minutes. We, we, can, we, okay. we probably can. I might do that. So you wanted to come on so bad. We talked about your teams. We talked about everything you've gone through. You're an admirable guy. I think you're one of the best human beings on this planet. You do a lot of good for a lot of people. And through all your adversity with the military and everything you've gone through, I admire you and I commend you for everything you've ever done for this country, man. You're not going to hear that from the government, but (laughs) you're going to hear it from me. I mean, that and 50 cents will still get you L.A. Times. But I just want to tell you, man, I appreciate you. Because let me tell you about this brother right here. You know, I'm going through a divorce, and it hasn't been the funnest thing in the world. And not that he's, like, second tier, Anthony. He's he's a great guy. But I have a lot of close friends that I've talked their ear off. And he's been the one to say, hey, man, you know, I got you. I've been through it. I've gone through it, and I'm here for you. And I'm going to let the world know that I want to thank you for being there for me, man, too. Whether it's PTSD stuff that we, we touch on or, you know, just dealing with the process of a divorce or just being an ear. You know, you're a good dude and I appreciate that, man.
1: That means a lot to me, bro. Because I, I, you know how, you mean the, like you're, you're the coolest person, dude.
0: Thanks, man. Like, I, I would... didn't pay him for that either. He's not getting paid <laughs> to do
1: this. Well, I, I bought beer. that's all the payment i need (laughs) but no i respect you as a person like i see how hard you know going through this divorce yeah how it hasn't swayed you from being the dad you are to your daughters thanks man you know what i mean and that's that's first before anything else yeah i I love the title good dad because i have a son and oh shit man
0: (laughs) i mean i'm liking this this nice talk but you don't have to break my stuff man but go ahead
1: please I have a son, so I know how important it is that. And you're a great father. Being dad is is number one.
0: It's the best job in the world, man. Being a parent. And but I know
1: I can always come to you when I have an issue, and you would you will never not answer the phone, or you will never not text me back.
0: Absolutely. If I can't pick up the phone, there's always a reason because. Yeah, yeah. I will pick up a phone.
1: You pick it up before I even hear it ring. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I'm one of the fastest responders when it comes to text. You're you're a shitty texter, by the way.
1: I am. I'm horrible. You are
0: the worst. Well, you're probably. There's one of my homegirls that's really bad, but I won't put her on blast. But you are the worst texter. I am. Yeah, I, I, I own up to it. But if I text you and say I need to talk within ten minutes, you pick up the phone, even if you're at work. So I will give you that. But texting, you suck. <laughs> I do. You are like the worst, and I'm gonna put you on blast
1: now. It's okay. <laughs> I, I'd rather honestly, I'd rather talk on the phone. Yeah,
0: me too. I hate texting because things get lost in 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 in, in um, context with, with texting. Yeah, yeah. You know, I could say if it's like hey man can you text me sure i could take that you know you might mean sure of course or or you might mean sure i guess yeah but you can't tell because of context now if i see your face or hear a voice then it's like okay i know what he's feeling or thinking
1: and you know what i would like because i've been at work a lot so when i get text like if i have time i'll respond but i look at him so I open and it takes the notification away. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to respond to this once I'm done. And then I just completely forget. Like three days later. I- yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously, I, I will I'm- I will admit that. Hey, man, you got a second?
0: <laughs> tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. It's Tuesday. Tick-tock, tick-tock. <laughs> hey, man, sorry, bro. Just saw this. Like, what the hell were you doing for three days? But now <laughs> I know. Now I know. You're avoiding me. It's all right. Yeah, okay. So.
1: Hey. But no, I appreciate <laughs> you, Jake um you're a good dude man
0: thanks man i appreciate that and again he just got paid in beer so would you ever come back on the podcast man see it wasn't that bad right
1: shit if you're willing to have me on every week i'm down you're <laughs> trying to hijack the show listen nah, listen I, <laughs> I just feel like your listening audience deserves to listen to my voice wow he's done one podcast and all of a sudden he's hey baby uh, that is my voice and nobody's gonna say otherwise this is how I've
0: been talking the whole time. All right, you know what? I'm gonna take I'm gonna take these filters away. Watch this. This is audio filters like on, on, on um, Instagram.
1: Go ahead, and talk now. Okay, same thing. It's my voice.
0: Yeah, your voice, but it ain't all you know. But then if I do this, watch it, watch it. Now talk.
1: I'm talking.
0: Oh, you're trying to alter your voice right I know. now? No,
1: this is I'm talking.
0: See, man, I have my tricks. So you why know? are you altering my voice? Well, huh? I, I, it has to sound good. Look, if, if, oh, if I mess with it, like <laughs> let me mess with mine because I, I I do this for the ladies. You know, I don't I don't I sound flat. I don't sound fun. I don't sound like oh yeah. Change. You sound you like sound, did I do that? He's on the wall too. <laughs> he is. <laughs> but uh, but if I go like this and as I'm talking, you know, and I change it up a bit, you know, and it's like oh there we go. God damn, that's right. See Send me on
1: a little
0: bit. Uh-oh. Hey, calm down over there. Hey, get get off me, <laughs> dude. Anyway, People are like. They need to land this plane. So we're going to land this plane right now. But, Anthony, I want to thank you for coming on. Plug plug your spot one more time. If y'all want to call, you're in Southern California. Where can they go, Anthony?
1: That's Larry H. Miller Nissan in San Bernardino. Oh, San
0: Bernardino, the hometown. Give the address.
1: 735 Showcase Drive South. San Bernardino, 92408.
0: My man, my man. Thanks for coming on the program.
1: Appreciate you. Thank for, you for having me.
0: Always, always. So, I just want to say this. Thank y'all for listening to the Big Brother Jake podcast. I know this is a very unorthodox episode that I did, but my man was here. He was like, We need to do a podcast. So I was like, You know what? We do. It's been long overdue. and, And I hope you got to learn something from our conversation, even though it was all over the place. I know it was. And I apologize in advance, but we were, you know, we just having fun. And it's like two homies talking and we're all over the place. But, you know, PTSD is a real thing. And for those that go through it, we know your struggle, and you're not alone. And to all the veterans that feel shafted, you're not alone. We're here for you, man. And that's what I like to do, and I, I will address those items when it comes up. And to the family of Vanessa Gein, um, my heart goes out to you. Um, you deserve justice for what happened, and you will get that justice because there's a lot of people that are ready to ride for your family. So God rest her soul. Uh, wish you nothing but the best. Um, We're going to land this plane. Thank you for tuning in. Next week, I, I know I said it every weekend. Independent Music Spotlight. Uh, I'm looking for people. If you got some songs, send me an MP3, not a link, to the Big Brother Jake Podcast at gmail.com so we can get that going and flowing. Um, and again, thank you for listening to the podcast. So until next week, I say life is dope and <clears throat> wait for it. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast.